Hey everybody, welcome back to Prayer Thought, the podcast brought to you by Contact Mission USA, which is a European and international church planting organization with around 400 missionaries that serve in 58 different countries. I, of course, am your host, Clay Elliott, and I'm better known as the bow tie wearing prayer guy. And I wanted to let you know that I have a very fancy bow tie on today. It is, it looks like a checkerboard, uh, and it has like these amazing crystals in them um, that are like a salmon color and then a sparkling white color. And if you go outside and the sun hits it just right, it looks like a kaleidoscope. So there you go. You're welcome. Um, we don't need to, I guess we don't need to talk too much more about that. Recall, if you will, we're in a series right now called Living on a Prayer, and it has to do with barriers to intimacy in prayer to the Lord. And we want to debunk some of these different barriers that we find uh, routinely come up in our own personal prayer life and also in the prayer life of missionaries in the prayer lives of um, people that pray in um, prayer circles and in the public and so forth and so um, without further ado today what we're going to be talking about is um, time if you recall in the last prayer blast uh, or the excuse me, the, the last prayer thought that we had, we looked at um, the barrier of fear. And so, as promised, we're continuing on, and today we're going to be talking about time. So, here's the overall sentence and theme of, of today. Oftentimes, I feel like I don't have... Um, Or I don't want to take the time. It's too hard to concentrate for that long. Anybody else have that going on? Because I know that I sure do at times. Listen to what um, Charles Spurgeon says in this amazing quote. He says, It is not a matter of time so much as a matter of heart. If you have the heart to pray, you will find the time. So, this barrier is a tricky one. In fact, um, as I'm speaking to you, I'm thinking about all the times I've tried and tried and tried to pray with little success. I've had time spent an hour and a half in my study attempting to communicate with God and do it with the greatest of intentions, mind you, but um, only to have my mind wandering all over the place. Anybody relate to that? Of course you can. So when I finally snap out of it and look at the clock, I realize that 20 minutes has gone by and all I've gotten accomplished is saying, uh, fine, hello to the Lord. This honestly has caused great angst and discouragement in my life of prayer. So yes, uh, I have also used the excuse that it's too hard to concentrate for long periods of time. Now, 
I could tell you that I uh, the true story of how I've had ADD since I was in fifth grade, and that concentrating for an extended period of time is very difficult for me. But I've begun to realize that the above scenario, where I lose myself for over 20 minutes at a time attempting to pray, is quite a common occurrence among Christians from all different kinds of backgrounds. In other words, I'm not the only one in the quote-unquote daydreamers academy. You're welcome. You're welcome to use that in any context that you'd like. The daydreamers academy. I don't think that the serious lack of desire and passion in taking needed time away from the world to be in the presence of the Lord is only about a lack of focus. I think it has more to do with my and our heart and our attitude about prayer and maybe even about our life in general. So you see, when I, um, when, when was the last time you and I were deeply moved and passionate about something? When, do you, when did you last feel your heart aching to pray for a certain person, uh, a situation, a place, that desperately needs the gospel? When was the last time you prayed and prayed and prayed, storming the gates of heaven without looking at your watch or phone? When was the last time you truly believed that your prayers made a difference in your life and in those around you? Our hearts are not naturally wired to long for things like this. That's why we call prayer a spiritual discipline if you remember it's not a recommendation it's actually a discipline listen to what d.a carson says about people and their hearts people do not drift away or excuse me people do not drift toward holiness apart from grace-driven effort people do not gravitate toward godliness toward prayer obedience to scripture faith and delight in the Lord. We drift toward compromise and call it tolerance. We dr drift toward disobedience and call it freedom. We drift toward superstition and call it faith. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and call it relaxation. We slouch toward prayerlessness and delude ourselves into thinking we have escaped legalism. We slide toward godlessness and convince ourselves we've been liberated. Wow, that's some convicting words. I'll tell you, it's pretty um, convicting to me thinking about uh, this age-old saying that you make time for the things that are most important to you. So here's my question. Do I really? I've said many times that I desire to be a man of faithfulness and prayer. But how often do my actions live up to the words coming out of my mouth? How often have worldly distractions got gotten in the way of the intimacy I could have in the presence of the Lord Almighty? So here's the thing. Do we truly desire God above all else? That's an interesting question. Do we hate sin and anything that would separate us from his presence. Let's think about this a little differently. We've been given the gift 
of time by a loving father. Think about that. We've been given the gift of time by a loving father through Jesus Christ. Christ, the great mediator between God and man, has rescued us from darkness and sin and brought us into the light of salvation through his blood. We've been granted eternal life and the forgiveness of our sins. What an absolutely incredible gift. Due to what Christ accomplished on the cross, we are continuously being reconciled to God, brought back into full relationship and fellowship with Him. Every sin, every piece of guilt, every ounce of shame, every horrible action or thought is being completely renewed and brought into submission under the Lordship of Christ. There's no time for excuses. No time for feeling false guilt and shame. No time for feelings of inadequacy. It's time now to rejoice. It's time to seek God just as we are. It's time to be so enthralled with the power of the gospel that the only thing left on our lips is praise. It's time to yield control and fear. Time to intercede for others to the Father. Time to petition God for family, friends, co-workers. Time to confess our brokenness and be filled with the only one who can heal that brokenness for us. Time certainly is a gift we've been given from a gracious Heavenly Father. And in light of eternity... It is short-lived here on this earth. So, what will it take for us to begin a more disciplined and consistent time in prayer? What if all it took was to be a bit more creative and interactive so you could actually focus more? So I could actually focus more. Maybe we need to go on a prayer walk a few times a week. This is a great way to express thanksgiving and adoration to the Father, or even to devote the time we we have to seek God's will on a certain decision. Maybe you have a big decision that you have uh, looming over your head. Go to the Lord with that. Maybe, like me, you need to get in the habit of praying out loud even when you're alone. I know that sounds kind of weird, but that helps me to stay on task And even at times, I've put an empty chair right in front of me in my study, picturing God sitting there with me as I talk to him. Maybe you need a written devotional that gives guidelines for prayer. I know that at times I certainly do to keep focus. And um, one that I would recommend is called Face to Face, Praying the Scriptures for Intimate Worship by Kenneth Boa. A journal is a great exercise in writing out our prayers and praises to the Lord. Then we have a written record of how God answers our requests. Here's the thing. The key is to find a creative outlet that helps us focus and begin to love spending that time you get with the Lord in prayer. So let me know what creative elements you use in order to keep your prayer life vibrant and fresh. I love hearing new ideas 
that have worked as, as we all aspire to grow ever closer to the heart of God himself. It certainly is time well spent. That's all for today. Remember that time is a blessing. It's an amazing opportunity for us to be face-to-face with the Lord Jesus in prayer. So, stay alert, stay focused, keep on praying, and as usual, blessings until next time. This is Clay Elliott, signing off.